three yeses, I will be satisfied. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Taylor Toxin back with part two of our podcast with Mr. Mark Westberg. Hey. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> so something that I want to get into, um, always getting into in the part number two of the podcast, is really more about the artisan version of yourself. Mm -hmm. So um, we know that you are in a band in Seattle. Mm -hmm. We know that you are a an actor. You are a model. You do drawing and painting, correct? Mm -hmm. um, and for those of you that don't know, go back to uh, podcast number one where we shouted out all the platforms that you could be watching this guy. We'll mention it again at the end of this. But really what I want to be asking is what brought you into art in the first place? What was the first... Oh, wow. You know, um, artistic thing that you did. <laughs> I think that's the best way I can explain it. Well, you know, I mean, well, first of all, I grew up in a pretty artistic and performance-heavy family. Oh, so um, awesome. And I was, I was named, actually, after somebody who th they performed with, um, who was unfortunately a victim to the AIDS epidemic back in the 80s. It was... Mm -hmm. Name was also Mark, obviously. <laughs> and uh, so that was, um, you know, there's that detail. And then, um, but they've always performed in, in their lives. My dad directed shows, acted, and uh, also did makeup art as well. My mother acts, uh, dance, did singing. Um, wow. She was on the radio as a child. Um so that's, I mean, it's a pretty heavy background. And even going back to, you know, some of my Italian uh, family heritage, um, um, my great-grandfather, Giovanni, Giovanni Chiapetta. Um, that's a beautiful name. Yeah, seriously. He was a, a very fine operatic te uh, tenor back in the day. Ooh. Um, so you basically just have talent running in your blood. You barely had to do anything. Uh, guitar and oh, uh, I wouldn't. I mean, I still, you know, I still love to learn things and, you know, work hard. But, you right. know, that passion is definitely there, you know, and it's something that I'm, you know, very proud to cultivate. That's what's up. Um, and also to, you know, just art in general is an entire umbrella that, you know, encompasses all artistic things. Right. You know, it's always just kind of been like a therapy for me, you know, and. You know, I, I don't think I've mentioned this to you yet personally, but I am actually on the autism spectrum. So forever, okay. forever, you know, that's just kind of served as this, you know, wonderful piece of therapy for me that's, mm -hmm. you know, really helped me kind of make sense out of the world and connect with it better and, you know. Help you connect and make, yeah, learn and adapt to it. Feel like yeah. I have a place and, you know, just not being afraid of like living, you know, the authentic truth basically or whatever that means for me at least. So, yeah, I mean <laughs> I I think of 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 a meaning right away, but it's it, it's probably completely different from well, not completely, but it is different from yours. Mm -hmm. Completely different from whatever anybody else would think. It's um what's how do you say it? to take into your own interpretation? Right? Something like that. Whatever. Yes. Okay. No, but but I do I definitely do love it. Um, but going back into um, your childhood, you know, which was super artsy, do you remember the first thing that you, um, how do I explain it, that you were uh, involved in? You know, because your dad was in uh, movies, he did, he did a lot of uh, uh, makeup. Did well, mainly more in theater, yeah. Yeah, did yeah. he take you anywhere? That, you're, that That's your first memory of like, wow, that's an amazing film, that's an amazing dress, 
Uh, those are some great moves. You know what I mean? Like, what, what's the first art? Well, he's um, he's always exposed me and and my mother too. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, they've always exposed me to like a lot of different types of music, mm -hmm. and they took me to see theater. Uh, don't ask me what my first theater production I ever saw in my <laughs> That's life. That's what was. I'm trying to get to. <laughs> what is the first? But oh god, I um. Earliest. I I'll do. I do have an answer for you as far as my first professional show I was in. Okay. Um, so, and you're going to love this. So <laughs> my dad, um, this was like 2002 or something like that. He directed out at a place called, it was a big outdoor theater called Snoqualmie Falls Forest Theater. He did the show, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Oh. G guess who played Woodstock, Snoopy's friend? I was this little uh, Mark Westberg running say. around <laughs> in a little yellow bird costume with a giant cartoony picket oh sign. God. Is there a video you of this? Know? Oh, it's it's uh, on a DVD somewhere. Somewhere. Oh my <laughs> Someday God. I will release that. You know? There's going to be people asking about it. You have to one day. You're going to be like, yes. for everyone that's asked, here, enjoy. <laughs> the public archives. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. So that's the first professional one that you were a part of. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the second? The second one, um, that was, I believe, I think that was, um, yes, it was Wizard of Oz. I ah, was the mayor of Munchkinland in that. <laughs> what? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I had, I had to actually think about it's it. It's mayor of the Munchkin City, that way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. How old were you when you did that? I was 11, I believe. Wow. Yes. Congrats, dude. I'm a little jealous, my God. I mean, I got into art a little bit late, so that, that's that's really the reason I said that. But whatever. <laughs> so with the um, performing, amazing, by the way. Thank you. Um, what about the music? Do you remember the first song you wrote? Oh, the first song I wrote. Um, the one of the first ones I one of the very first and early ones I ever wrote, and actually, and this this is actually one that's had like so many different like levels of construction on it but you know mm -hmm. until i finally got to the main thing and this is actually a song off of starseed phantoms um it's a song called paralyzed i wrote it about having um sleep paralysis mm. that, that's something a lot of us can relate to oh yeah and that one is on spotify yep that's on spotify there you go paralyzed paralyzed yes oh, I like. oh without the d um oh no it's with the d paralyzed okay the um, gotcha. i just wanted to make sure Paralyzed with an I, actually. <laughs> there you go. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have to check that out. Um, and when you wrote that song, you know, being about dementia and whatnot, how old were you? That, I started working on that around when I was 16, actually. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay, and you recorded that by yourself? I recorded that uh, with Danny Duran. Danny Duran. And sure that was back in, when I finally recorded that professionally for myself, that was back in 2016. Oh, sweet. A fine year. <laughs> fine year. Oh, my God. A beautiful year. What was I doing? I was getting my heart broken. Let's not go there. Oh, Anyways, sorry. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> we all, we all got to go through it. Um, so we, we covered the uh, the beginning of your um, your acting. We've talked about the beginning of your music. We've talked about the band that you're in. Um, what about the first piece, the first of painting or drawing? Oh, wow. Well, see, I've, you know, I've always had a habit for drawing since I was a kid. Um... I would say the the first real, I guess, quote unquote, kind of professional piece I ever did or one that I could call professional for myself. OK, um, that was actually a um, it was a piece that was inspired by the song Paralyzed. 
Oh, nice. And um, it was it was this it's this wild kind of abstracty thing of like a very crazy, creepy, swoopy creature with eyes looking down at this kid that's being held in this creature's claw, and the claw is like swooping up, and Ooh. the nails come out, and it's mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. so <laughs> very colorful. So basically, you were um, you were holding what you feel into that picture. That yeah, drawing. I would say yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty accurate. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. And that's the drawing that you did, correct? Uh, it was at the time it was a drawing. Yes, and it you, was. And you painted over it. Uh, I didn't paint over that one, but I did do um, another version of it. It was a little bit smaller, and that was an oil pastel piece. Ooh, nice. Okay, so you're you're basically um, a, mar- a mark of all trades. <laughs> mark, uh, of, <laughs> get it? <laughs> of multiple hey. things, and basically anything you do, you know, you just have. Um, let's see. So we've gone over the music, mm-hmm. the acting, the painting, now photography. What, what led you into being a model? Like, what sparked that for you? You know, being photogenic is way yeah. too much fun. <laughs> I got to tell you. Because <laughs> as soon as you take it, you're like, oh, that looks good. Let's get another one. But yeah, uh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Uh, 600 more, you know? <laughs> yeah, let, let's see. And then you and then you pick out just two. Yeah. Two. You just blast them everywhere. My goodness. But I've also been into fashion for years and I love representing that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I mean, there are people who say, oh, well, you, you know, you don't really express yourself with how you look. And, you know, I just, I take a good picture and I just say, oh, yes, I do. Yes, you, know? you do. Yeah. <laughs> the hell with whatever they say. It yeah. Really matter. It has no meaning on that or no way on you. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> with all the music, uh, with, with all the art that you're uh, involved in right now, um, is there an end goal for you, for you? Like, say, within the next ten years, where are you going to be? Uh, well, in because the... because I know you were saying like it, it depends on where you are in life. You know, two years of of making music and an EP, and then after that, you're like, oh, I want to stop with music and I want to work on this. Hmm. But in your personal opinion, in ten years, what are you going to be most renowned for well in the words of david bowie i don't know where i'm going but i promise it won't be boring <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that. um that. you know yeah i i have kind of like preliminary ideas of where i want to go but i'm right. also just kind of fascinated with the unknown too because you never know you know you might have goals at one point but it might end up another way maybe even for the better than you know than what you thought previously right but as far as preliminary kind of goals go um i definitely want to be acting professionally um like more professional than i am now currently and do it right. way more often see you on Netflix um, be like oh that's mark yeah exactly exactly like mm-hmm. do more projects like that that'd be awesome and uh, really move up that kind of like film ladder and everything mm-hmm. um well, I, you, d- you definitely started it you're definitely mm-hmm. higher than a lot of other people out there so just i try continue <laughs> climbing that's it and uh de- definitely thank you and um i definitely want to be in more bands in the future that'd be sweet um because i've been doing so much solo stuff and um it's interesting about new mexico it's so hard to find bassists and drummers here you know <laughs> drummers yes bassists they're they're like a little higher than, than the drummer but the, the drummers are a rare species yeah <laughs> you gotta go hunting for those fuckers i swear 
Yeah, you absolutely do. Um, I want to do that. And I also want to um, depend, and especially depending on where I end up, you know, I could be out of the country at some point. I could still be here, maybe somewhere else within the country. But I want to find even more ways to get involved locally with the community as far as activism goes, Mm -hmm. which, you know, we really need in this time period right now. Get out and vote, y'all. And... um, uh, I'm just kind of going down the list in my head really quickly. That, no, that's fine. And, that's fine. and I definitely want to be doing more professional modeling as well. That's definitely and, – and get into more galleries as well. Um, that and, would be nice, yeah. And uh, it's actually cool because there's um, – crossing my fingers for this, there is a gallery out in uh, Madrid right now called Roadrunner that's uh, going to be taking a look at my work. So nice. um, okay. that would be a really exciting thing for me because, you know, especially that's when you're right. a young artist here – um, who doesn't do a lot of like the traditional Southwest kind of looking stuff. You know, yeah. it's hard to get into a gallery, you know? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Very hard. So um, every time I think about like the normal art, I always think of Tony Abeda. Mm. Do you know him? I, it uh, sounds familiar. I think I've heard the Gor- name. Gorgeous painter. My, I mean, pa- paintings. I mean, the man is gorgeous too. If you watch this, Tony, <laughs> shout out to you, man. Um, but yeah, no, I understand where you have to um, look for a gallery that would sue you or the um, that you would suit them so I'm, I'm glad that roadrunner definitely have uh, that they found you that's really nice yes any yes. of the pieces that you might be putting into the gallery can we see on any of your social media platforms you can uh they're okay. on my um well actually a lot more of the art stuff i do is on the uh, mark westberg experience part of instagram okay um and then also on my website too uh com. There um, there's a whole, like all of my pieces are on there. So, mm-hmm. uh, definitely get on there and check. And, and since we're talking about uh, your platforms, the one for your band, black moon, uh, black Jupiter and the Raven, black Jupiter, Mike, I, I, I said moon in the other part. My, my apologies. <laughs> it's a cool name too. <laughs> I think it's a gorgeous name. Honestly, black Jupiter. Oh, just hearing it. Whatever. Just repeating it. <laughs> um, so thank you for all the platforms. And so in the next 10 years, of course, you're going to be more into acting. You're going to be doing your modeling. Um, you know, you're going to be involved with the, with the community. And I know I already asked this, but I asked, do you plan on moving anywhere? I know I asked. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, plan? <laughs> you know, it's uh, depending on how, you know, situations in the country transpire mm-hmm. down the road. Um, you know, I, I definitely am looking at different places. I'm, you know, I, for example, like Iceland was a possible choice, uh, you know, maybe somewhere in the Netherlands, uh, someplace in Canada, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've even looked at Spain actually, um, which I'm traveling to in the fall. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm a little jealous. Hell yeah. They do great Italian food there. I got to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Safe travels. Enjoy yourself. Yes. Um. And really quick, I do want to um. I do want to ask about the. Um, what is your end goal with your music specifically, or even your art? What What are you trying to um you know put out there? What are you trying to give someone an, an emotion of? I think just um. Or or it, it could just be a representation of yourself, and you're just putting it out there in the world. You know, we don't have to complicate it that much. Yeah, I've uh, I've had I think throughout my own you know, artistic journey so far. I think I've had like multiple versions of myself I've been willing to kind of put out there. But I think uh, 
you know, the simplest kind of answer I could give you here is just to remind people that it's okay to really, you know, not just, you know, not, it's not just about being an artist, but about living in an authentic experience an authentic truth. And uh, no matter who you are, because, you know, I remember, you know, I mean, ableism is a real thing in our country and, you know, and so is, you know, all of the anti-LGBTQIA stuff. A like, ableism, sorry to interrupt, but I, I don't know what ableism it's, is. Oh, it's, it's like um, discrimination against people with disabilities, either mental or physical. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, I grew up experiencing uh, both of those kind of things and, you know, at times just being made to feel that, I wasn't, my voice and what I had to say wasn't worthy enough because it wasn't always immediately understood. And, mm -hmm. you know, I just want people to understand through what I do or be at, at, be encouraged and inspired through what I do to know that they can do that too. They can, you know, come up with their own voice and, you know, not always have to worry about being understood all the time, yeah. you know. And that's okay. I like that. So for anybody out there, you know, who may still be struggling with that today as an artist or whatever you do in your life, you know, you're going to be okay. Keep you're doing be it. Okay. And before we, uh, before we get off, I always like to ask tattoos, man. Tattoos. <laughs> any, do we got any going on? Uh, no, no, actually, none. believe it or not, My none. This guy, but <laughs> I, I do remember we were having a conversation about it, but you don't have to, you're very decisive as to what tattoos to get because of the fact that you're an actor mm -hmm. and you, and you always want to be like ready for any role. You always want to like be able to fit whatever, um, act actor personality that you would be asked to portray. So I definitely understand why, why you mm -hmm. would not get that. If you did get a tattoo, what would it be? <laughs> um, it has to be on the butt, right? <laughs> I, was I, I was telling him one day he's gonna be on a film and there's gonna be a scene where he walks across the camera naked and everybody's gonna see that tattoo on his butt that's mark's butt i don't know like <laughs> i kind of like the idea of some like really cool colorful looking dragon or something nice maybe with like a cat's face or something a dragon you know? with a cat's face yeah just that that would actually be pretty gnarly yeah i do, I do like that Holy hell. Well, when you do, make sure to post it out there because we want to see it, okay? <laughs> and other than that, what's, what's, what else is with the jewelry? Because I always see those rings. <laughs> Beautiful fucking rings. Thank you. What's thank the story you. On, on all your jewelry, my dude? You know, it's funny. I actually, um, if I may, I've got meetings mm -hmm. for each of these. Nice. Let, let, so, let, let them see the All right. So, the rings. Uh, hell yeah. I got to I got to show them the skull ring without flipping them off accidentally. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> Um, but this one is a skull being held together by its hands. And, uh, this one, cause I have, you know, I have been, you know, I've never actually attempted it, but I have been suicidal in the past mm -hmm. and, you know, and have come had some close calls and 
this is just kind of one that reminds me, hey, like you can keep holding on to this, Mark. You know, mm, you've still got like things that. to do. Uh, this other one is an oh, eye with a snake around it. Pretty. And this is basically to remind me that, you know, you could trust people at the surface, but always be careful with your trust that you expend because people can be snakes and you, yeah. it goes over know. your head and you never notice it. Oh my God. Um, That's a good one. This one is a footprint with a little bit of turquoise on it. And that's basically to remind me that I always have a place here, even though you have those kind of people with the attitude of, oh, oh well, you're not really from here, Gringo. You don't really belong here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, and then this one, um, oop. You're right. Um, this is a gold one with a little bit of blue on it. Um, that's basically just to remind me that even when you might be swimming around in the blues, mm. um, get it? <laughs> um, there's always going to be a lot more to look forward to around that in the golden area. And then this one, it's a little silver ring. Uh, you may not be able to see. It's got a little cannabis leaf engraved in there. That's nice. just to remind me how much uh, cannabis has saved my life. Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's calmed you down. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a medicine. A lot of people out there would say it's a drug, but it depends on what you classify as a drug. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, psilocybin? Is that a drug? Argue with me. Or is it medicine? Yeah. yeah or, <laughs> is it, or medicine? Is it medicine? Is it just a stimulant? You know, is there a difference between that and a drug? You know. Yeah, exactly. So it's really just about you know what the benefit is. But before we get off of this podcast, is there anything else you want to tell the folks? Um, we could just say love you, bye. I'm just curious. <laughs> Any other last minute uh, requests? Um, shout outs. Uh, <laughs> information like is there anything coming up that we could be looking forward to yes actually uh so june 21st 22nd 23rd i've got a show at teatro paraguas in santa fe new mexico that's gonna be really awesome uh directed by the one and only charles tishner that's going to be really cool. Oh, oh, and uh, May 21st, this Saturday at the Santa Fe Outlet Malls for the Theater Walk this year, I will be in a cool vampire comedy called Necking, and that will <laughs> like be that. directed by Ron Bloomberg, uh, who has a ton of different credits in um, the television Bloomberg. world. Yeah, Ron that, Bloomberg. That name strikes such a memory. I, <laughs> I can't, like, put my finger on it. That's curious. I like yeah. that. Holy hell. Well, guys... Love you, bye. Check it out, okay? <laughs> Love you, bye. Oh, that's sweet, man. Hell yeah.